When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to the Potted Together podcast. I'm Nicole and I am joined by not two co-hosts today, but three. We have a special Mm -hmm. guest today, Amanda, Amanda Ray Wright from Instagram. Hi, Amanda. Hi, so glad to be here. I have been dreaming about this day for a very long time. I'm so excited. <laughs> when I reached out to Amanda and asked her if she would love to be a guest on our on our podcast, she said yes pretty quickly. And I was like, oh my God, she said yes. I'm so excited. I finally get to talk to you, like in person, kind of. <laughs> well, I've been secretly hoping you would ask me because I want to talk to you guys too. So. <laughs> Yay! You're well, pretty high on our then. list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, And Adam and Becca, we are going to start with a little catch up of our past week. So why don't we just chat about it? Adam, how's your week going? Uh, You know, the week's been good. I finished my taxes with the help with the help of a very dear friend. And if you're listening, you know who this is. But um, (laughs) yeah, my taxes are like. Well, not finished, but they're close to being finished. So nice. that's a huge relief. I'm such a procrastinator. That's pretty like, big. They, ex- they extended the deadline and I'm just like, well, I got some more time. <laughs> and then the deadline came and I was like, well, I should do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's a big that's a big deal. I bet it's a huge relief, like off your chest. Yeah. And, you know, our Becca, our co-host Becca, who is very versed in all of the tax and business stuff. Like, yes. Huge it was my help. job. Um, but like, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's just hard to reach out to people when you need help. And that's what I struggle with too. Like I could be just like drowning and it's just hard for me to ask for help. But Becca supplied some help and then another dear friend of the podcast supplied some help. So I feel in a good spot in life right now because that was a cloud hanging over my head. Good. With taxes, though, isn't it like just do your best and they won't send you to jail? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That's like how Make I a good effort. Yeah. Like I as long as that. you're not trying to steal from the government and you just don't know what you're doing. <laughs> That's right. Ignorance. Ignorance is bliss. We Very hope. True. We hope at least. <laughs> Becca, how's your week? This week has been a whirlwind. I've been helping a family member with some stuff and... I've been driving like all around Missouri, which has been so cool because I've actually seen a lot of the like backwoods and I don't know. It's like Missouri is not a place I ever thought I would live. And I don't know if I necessarily (laughs) love it even still, but it is just so pretty. And it was such a treat to drive around and see all the green and everything. I mean, and it's also been raining for like the last 10 days, like almost non like nonstop. Is it the same in Chicago? Yeah, Midwest. Like yeah, I feel Midwest. like we get we get like your leftover weather. So I feel like yeah. anytime it starts raining here, I'm just like, oh, Becca went through this already. 
Sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we've apparently we've gotten like four inches of rain in the last two days. Is that a lot? Uh, yeah. I, think I mean, so. but we've been hitting, yeah. I feel like we've been in a pretty big drought in Chicago. Like a lot of the Midwest has. So I feel like we yeah. needed it. Yeah, that's what everyone's saying. Like it's it was definitely needed, so it's good. But anyway, not not to talk about the weather. But yeah, just it's been a <laughs> it's it's just been sounds a, like when I called my mom, she's like, "Well, what's the weather like?" <laughs> the weather. <laughs> we always said like when there's nothing else to talk about, someone like if it gets like there's like a lull in a conversation, someone will always mention the weather, like without a doubt. So it's a safe zone. Yeah, it's it's like everyone can talk about the weather. But anyway we're not having a lull in the conversation that's just how boring life is right now um <laughs> so yeah yeah that's but you're that's doing me. a lot of gardening i yeah. am yeah the rain's doing, good for that yes yeah. it is and i'm figuring out where all like the flood areas are in the yard because like mm-hmm. i don't know no one was really maintaining anything so with all the rain i'm seeing like a bunch of puddles and i don't know just things that need help and the gardening is so fun. Like, it's been so much fun. I do a video every week on YouTube, and it's the video I look forward to the most. Like, Aww. houseplant stuff. I'm like, bye. I don't like houseplants anymore. <laughs> Houseplant, who's she? It'll, I know. Once, once you hit the heat of the summer, you'll go back to houseplants. I go through, like, <laughs> ebbs and flows. Like, outside gardening, inside gardening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been really enjoying watching your stories about your outside stuff, like, getting inspired. Where, where do you live? Remind me. I'm in North Carolina, Raleigh. What the heck? Why did I think you were in, like, New England? Well, that would be awesome, but no. (laughs) And Raleigh, that's a beautiful area. I visited a few years ago. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really good for gardening. Yeah, Yeah. definitely. So what zone is that? that? It's 7B. Okay. 7B. Yeah, so we can grow a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. Some things, yeah, I, I think it's a good balance. Like, my husband wishes we lived in the Pacific Northwest so he could, like, really grow all the conifers how they're supposed to be because they don't really love it here because it's a little too hot in the summer, but yeah. they're doing all right. They're not dead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like the humidity plays a good role, like, where you're at. Like, you yeah, know, your plants love that. Yeah, it's, like, tropical in the summer. So how has your week been, Amanda? Oh, wait, um, was was Becca done? Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is what we do all the time we, we go do. on tangents and then we forget what we were saying <laughs> and it's usually me it's usually me cutting people off <laughs> yeah i'm done i, I want to okay. hear about amanda's week i'm done i'm done thanks <laughs> <laughs> well i've just been doing a lot of gardening too so may is our like go month because i have this cut off for myself that all the new plants i put in in the spring need to be in the ground before June because then it gets really hot and it's really hard to keep them alive. Like they need to have time to get their roots into the ground before Mm -hmm. the heat. So we've just been frantically gardening up um, this one side of our house that didn't have any gardens. We had some like retaining walls put in this year Mm -hmm. and my husband and I have been, he lays out his trees first and then I go in with perennials and shrubberies and stuff to fill it out. So we've just been like neglecting our children and like (laughs) go watch Frozen for the 1000th time while we plant all the plants. So. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so we've been like frantically like, oh, the end of May is approaching. Like we got to get all this stuff planted, but it like mm-hmm. snuck up on us. I feel yeah. like I feel like the spring has just come in and leaving. Yeah, it went fast. Last year I feel like spring was longer. It stayed cool longer here at least. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but your husband's a pretty amazing gardener. Like he's, he's out in the garden quite a bit, right? With you. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, so he's as crazy about conifers and Japanese maples as I am about mm. tropicals. So we kind of <laughs> enable each other. Like he doesn't want to cut me off cause then I'll cut him off. So then we both have like way too many plants and trees. But <laughs> it's really, it's like a fun shared hobby. He didn't get into it until a few years ago, but I've been into it for a lot longer. So it's, it's really fun that he finally came around. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Your Nicole, Nicole yeah. has a Japanese maple. I now. do. do. I have a Japanese maple and I was told by my last YouTube video because I, I put a YouTube video out before researching anything in my backyard. I probably should have just DM'd you, Amanda. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there's apparently I have a Japanese maple bush, too. That's like a pretty highly sought out bush. I'm really excited oh. about this. Yeah, yeah cool. it has like the skinny the yes. skinny um leaves mm-hmm. it looks like a fern but it's it yeah does. some of those yeah some of them have the really intricate leaves mm-hmm. it's um, so pretty. there's a million kinds and my husband knows like all the latin names of like what's acer pole made them and then it's like some <laughs> japanese word and i'm like i have no idea what you're saying but that's a pretty one <laughs> yeah you're like it's oh. pretty that's what yeah. i said i said it's very pretty yeah um so yeah we were i'm excited about that i think that the japanese maple tree is probably the the like my focal point like it's what I look at the most when I'm in the backyard so oh yeah they're beautiful trees for sure yeah so pretty so not to like pry into your personal life very much but like what flipped the switch for your husband just like getting something and was like okay I I like this now so it was moving actually so our last house we had like a really cute 1971 a-frame and it was like the Ooh. cutest house ever. It was in the woods, so there was oh, no wow. light coming to the house. So like all my house plants were miserable. I had like grow lights in the basement trying to grow my house plants. And he like wanted to plant trees, but it was so shady that you couldn't really do much. And there were so many tree roots. So we moved um, just because we were going to have another kid and we needed a little more space since I work from home and stuff. And we had this big empty open yard and he started like at first he started out just like watering the new sod they put in and he was like trying to keep that alive and then he like bought a few trees and then I was like well you can't just stick the trees out there that looks dumb you need to have garden beds and then he like started like getting more and more into it and then he just like went nuts like stalking down like local Japanese maple growers and and like begging them to let him come to their nursery and like for a private tour and I mean he went totally crazy so oh my gosh yeah it was totally moving and having like the light and the space to grow things Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, my my collection really took off. We moved here too with all the windows. I was like, I just need a house with more sun coming in. <laughs> and yeah, your home is stunning. Yeah, and yeah. That's Thank not you. just like not even just the architecture, like your style, which I don't even know what you would classify it as. And me, I'm like I classify it as like boho chic, but it's just like it's just like I don't know. Thank I'm in love with <laughs> every single so picture much. you post. <laughs> yeah, I, it was scary because I feel like. When we moved in, my last house had a lot of interesting architectural, I mean, not all good because it was from the 70s, but I like went with it and it like made a lot of choices for me. But this house was just like a big white box inside. So when we moved here, I was kind of terrified, like how I was going to make it feel homey. And mm-hmm. it ended up just being like, get one zillion plants and put them everywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> and like mix in some mid-century furniture. And, you know, yeah, it's, it feels like home now. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. so cool. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad the hubby got on board with the plant gang because it just makes life better. And yes, you get your absolutely. kids involved too. Like I see you getting your kids involved with that too. I love that. I wish my kids were 
more into gardening. They, they like house plants, but like being outside and doing gardening stuff is just really not their thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure once they're older, like they're two and five. So yeah. once they're older, they're going to be like, whatever, mom and dad, like you go do your thing outside. <laughs> <laughs> now they're like, wait, we get to get dirty and you're, we're not going to get in trouble for it. Yeah. I'm all about it. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I kind of want to ask about your origins with houseplants. Like, how did you start collecting and what, yeah, what was your first plant? Stuff like that. What was, what got you started? Oh, let's see. The first plant I ever remember getting was my parents bought me a little, they took, they were, my parents were gardeners actually. So we were always going to greenhouses and stuff mm-hmm. on the weekends. Cool. And they bought me one of those little cacti that has like the white fur and they're like round. I have no idea what they're called, but they got me oh, this man, little cactus? cacti and I was probably six or seven like I was really young but I remember having it in my room and I was like okay you don't water cactus ever so I never ever watered it and I'm pretty sure it was dead most of the time I had it but it kind of preserved because I never watered it so I just had that on my desk for a really long time and um eventually I was like okay I think this thing is dead and I threw it out and then I remember I remember buying a ficus tree with my allowance when I was around 10 Whoa. at Kmart it was on sale at Kmart for ten dollars and it was like a oh good size bike and I was like this Blast is awesome yeah Kmart so <laughs> you know I got it home to my room and I set it all up in the corner I was like this is great it's like I have a forest in my room and then the next morning there were dead millipedes all over the floor that had like crawled out of the pot so oh, I was immediately ew. like nope nope I'm not doing this I was like I don't even know what happened to it I think I just dragged it outside and my parents got rid of it I was like this is not okay oh, um, no. so then I didn't have any more plants after that until high school I had like a lucky bamboo plant and then I took that to college and then when I was in college I got I, I started collecting a few plants like once I had a space to decorate like my dorm room I had like a fatsia and it died pretty quick and a maidenhair <laughs> fern, which had like two fronds and <laughs> money tree, oh, marantas. Like I was just always like getting plants and killing them. Um, so yeah, all through college. And then I just always had plants. Like, I don't know, it would be weird to not have plants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the more, the more I moved and got more windows, the more plants I got. And then we got to this house, I started getting into more rare plants. Like once I had enough light to keep things alive. I didn't, I wasn't as worried about like, you know, I'm not going to kill this $50 plant. I got this <laughs> kind of thing. So yeah. yeah, I guess I've just always had them and it just kind of escalated over the years as I got more windows. <laughs> well, it seems like you're pretty determined because all of those little tidbits of life stories involve you killing plants and you have a beautiful house full of house plants now. So yeah, I finally figured it out. <laughs> That just goes to show, just don't give up. It's just a plant. It might die, but you can get another one and try again. Yeah. Killing plants is how I learned. So it's definitely a legit method. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm. Let's see. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I was going to ask, what was your first plant? So you took that from me. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So now now I'm thinking. Okay. So I have a question for you. Okay. Um, I was watching your recent stories about your Fatsia japonica, and uh-huh. I have a Fatsia japonica in a pot, and it's so funny how you potted it or you planted it in the ground, which I never knew that that could be part of landscape. Like I've always seen it as a house plant. I've never seen it like out in a landscape. And you said it could get seven feet tall. 
Yes. Like that's insane. Yeah. And I really want to try it. Yeah. I I really want to try it, but I know it won't survive like Chicago winters. Like I highly, highly doubt. Yeah. You'd have to Google it. I just kind of know what will work here, but I've seen them at local garden centers and um, there's like some gardens we visit every year and their, their fatsias are humongous, like just like so lush and tropical looking. And yeah. So I was like, I could keep this inside and it would kind of be miserable and not live up to its potential or I could put it outside and then have more room inside for other plants <laughs> yeah exactly and so. I mean I had mine I had mine inside all last winter because I got it at the end of last summer and it was so happy outside I mean just like it was busting out of the pot it was so happy and yeah. I brought it in and of course it was like wow like really you're gonna really do this to me and it like lost half (laughs) of its leaves um and i recently brought it back outside and it's getting new growth already and it's only been out there for like five days so that's amazing i know it's such a cool plant i love it so i was very curious about like them being part of landscape so i'm really excited to see how yours does yeah i hope they do well mine haven't been out there long enough yet to get big Um, Mm -hmm. Because I kept buying them and then not finding a spot for them. And so they don't really thrive in pots as much as they do in the ground. So I've kind of been taking care of them and finally they're in the ground. So Mm -hmm. I think this time next year I should have some pretty big fatsias. (laughs) Pretty fat fatsias. Yes. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like the long game. (laughs) Yeah. They're so cool. I actually saw them for the first time in the Pacific Northwest. I was in, I think, Seattle. That was the first time I ever saw them. I didn't even know they existed. So, and they were outside. So I didn't even know that they could be a house plant. So I'm like backwards from Nicole. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're really cool. But okay, I have a question about, like, obviously you have a lot of plants. Like if anybody looks at your Instagram, which is beautiful by the way, so definitely go follow Amanda on Instagram. Every time I see just like all these plants, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, does anybody ever knock them over? Like, how do you care for all of these? Like, cause you have, you have young kids. So yeah. how does that work with them and everything like that? Um, well, when they were really little, they both went through like trying to eat mom's plants phase. Um, <laughs> I didn't really baby proof at all. I just kind of followed them around for a few months. Like, cause it's kind of a short lived phase, like in the grand scheme of things. And I wanted them to learn to get used to the plants, like their white noise and you just leave them alone which worked, but it did take a few months of like constant supervision and like scooting them away and being like, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, so once they got through that phase, now they're pretty good. Every once in a while, one will get knocked over, like when everybody is roughhousing or something, but I try to keep the, I have, so the room that everybody thinks is my morning or is my living room is actually like, it's kind of like a sunroom area. It's not the actual living room. So the kids aren't in there playing that much. So if they go in there, I'm just kind of keeping a close eye on them and making sure they don't like ride their bike into a plant. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Like I keep the, the harder to replace plants over there where it's like more safe. And then I'll have like, you know, Hartley philodendrons and stuff everywhere else. So if they get beat (laughs) up a little, it's not the end of the world. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you definitely, I definitely have to be okay with some plant damage having them inside with kids because it's just bound to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, my husband knocks over a lot of them too. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, "Why can't I throw a ball inside?" I'm like, "Because no one's allowed to throw a ball inside. That's like a normal rule, isn't it? <laughs> like, doesn't everybody have that rule? Like, even if I didn't have plants." <laughs> yes, uh, for sure. The sore spot. <laughs> That's funny. My partner is very like bowl and china shop around my plants too. Like he, 
will put the blinds down in the bedroom and stuff, and like some of the leaves are kind of like hanging over. You gotta and so be I'm careful. Like, you know, when you put the blinds down, you gotta like scoot and them just a little, like, <laughs> and then they just like fly down, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Uh. And then part of it is my fault because I leave a lot of plants in the sink constantly because I'm always, you know, flushing or watering, um, and. If they're in the sink and they're in his way, he's just like, whatever. Like, I'm still doing my stuff in the sink. <laughs> doing dishes over your plants. <laughs> Dinner ready. And I'm just like, don't touch my plant. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely had that argument. Don't touch my plants. So why is it in the sink? Well, I'm I'm working on it actively. <laughs> like, <laughs> I need another sink that's just for plants. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. My husband offered to make me a sink so that I would never have to use this one in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> You should again. take him up on that. <laughs> I know. I know. I need a sink like right outside the door because I have a sunroom too, just like right outside. And Ooh, that would be a good idea. Just yeah, you, that w- you could just have a whole potting area in there and stuff too. Mm-hmm. That'd be really oh, yeah. That would be really, yes. yeah, that would be helpful. But yeah, how long have you guys been married? Um, 15 years in July. This wow. is our 15 year, yeah. Oh, wait, got- I have to ask. July what? July 22nd. Okay. Me and my husband are July 17th. July's a good oh, month. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's a, good it's a little, we wish we got married in the spring now because then we could go on like fun anniversary garden trips or something. And in July, <laughs> it's just too hot. It's too hot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 15 years. We got married right out of college. Oh, wow, wow. That's really yeah. sweet. And his name is Daniel as well, right? Yes. His yeah. name, well, not that your name is Daniel. My husband's name is Daniel. Yeah, okay. I know. Every time you talk about your husband, I'm like, all husbands are named Daniel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. That's... Okay. Well, I mean, I know we've mentioned that uh, Amanda's on Instagram, and the Instagram username is Amanda Ray Wright. R A E Wright. Yep. Uh, any relation to Frank Lloyd? Um, no, but it does have uh, that ring to it. I mean, it's just Daniel's yeah. last name, so he's they're yeah. from his family from Ohio. Very so. cool. Okay. I don't know so, who this yeah, person is. I don't know is, any of the history. You don't know who Frank Lloyd Wright is? He's a very famous architect. architect. Yeah. I wish. I wish oh. Daniel could do maples and architecture. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, you have a very popular account and for good reason. Yeah. Um, and that's how I think we've all just inter- in, been introduced to you. And there's very few people we talk about like a lot on this podcast. And I think you're one of them. <laughs> like, <laughs> Thank you. you know, I always hear content. I'm like, oh, they're talking about me. <laughs> there's like one episode you guys were talking about, like crowding plants around windows. And I was like, do I do that? I think I do that. And then Becca was like, like Amanda Ray Wright doesn't do that. And I was like, oh, phew, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> We're glad that we can speak truth into your life. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. I mean, you do it in such a tasteful way. Like it just like there's a lot of plants, of course, but it doesn't look like bad, you know? I mean, I think that's such a that's <laughs> Thank such you. a fine that's always line. my goal. <laughs> yeah, it's such it a, fine a fine line to have a lot of plants and for it to not look like you're a hoarder. So, yeah. like how do you tiptoe that line? Um, I think being able to get rid of stuff for sure. Like I'm trying to clear out some stuff because there are certain areas where it got a little too hoardery for me lately. Like I'm just like, whoa. (laughs) um, So just like curating it down in plants you don't love, like not keeping them out of obligation. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I also try to keep my pots kind of cohesive, like neutrals and textures and um, not... Because I think if you have kind of a rainbow collection of pots, it, it can, can look a little wild with all the plants, too, and then furniture in there as well. 
So just kind of keeping the color palette toned down and then let the leaves bring the color. Um, that helps a lot. And then I do, to an extent, I try to like arrange them like I would outside in the garden, like, you know, leaf colors that complement each other, like different textures next to each other, like big leaves next to small leaves. So it kind of makes like a pleasing um, arrangement and it looks more stylized and not just like a storage area of plants. <laughs> a plant shop. <laughs> storage area. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the vibe you don't want to. Yeah, I definitely you know. have corners that are storage areas and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> when I first came across your account, I just right away assumed that you were some type of interior designer just based Same. on your aesthetic oh, and yeah, it was just beautiful. But I also love the fact of like your cash po game is just goals, you know? <laughs> so I think I I'm really attracted to that too and how you coordinate different cash pose for different plants and you know, you bring home a plant straight from the nursery, you're not repotting it, you're just placing it in a cash pose. And this way you can switch them out and I love that. So that's something that I'm going to try to do more of in the new house <laughs> with my yeah, new setup. I'm really yeah. excited. It's almost as fun to collect pots as it is to collect plants. Almost, yes. not quite. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember when I started collecting plants and everyone was like, you have to have drainage, you have to have drainage. And I'm like in home goods and at home and all of these stores. And I'm like, none of these pots have drainage. But then like, then somewhere along the line, I realized that I can just put the nursery pot inside yeah. this pot mm-hmm. and that's golden, you totally. know? Totally. Yeah. Now drainage annoys me because I'm like, dang it, not to put like a liner inside the pot yeah. before I put my <laughs> nursery pot in there. I was like, oh. <laughs> That's how you know that you're. That's how you know that you're doing pretty good in the house plant game when you, you you're not really looking for drainage because you know your plants. You maybe yeah. take them to the sink to water them anyway. So yeah, yeah. I take them to the bucket so I don't have to take them to the sink. I have like a bucket that I carry around with me to let them drip so I don't have to run back and forth because that that's would pretty be smart. Gosh. That would Pro be insane. <laughs> yeah, tell us more about Pro that. Tip. What's that situation? Yeah. So well, a lot of them, I guess all my plants are kind of different. Some of them I just water lightly so I don't have to move them at all. Um, and some of them that have like a really chunky aeroid mix, I like to run water through the pot. So I just have a little bucket that I carry around with me and I'll take the, take the nursery pot out of the cash po and hold it over my big bucket and run the water through and let it drip into the bucket and put it back and then move along to the next one. Um, it saves mm-hmm. a lot of time. And then I can yeah. also, I just like throw, you know, yellow leaves or whatever crap you collect as you're watering into that bucket as well. And it kind of mm. looks nice at the end of the night. It's like a bucket of salad <laughs> with like water in it. I don't know. It's like a weird water garden of junk. Don't eat it. Yeah. I need to like <laughs> start documenting my, my crap bucket at the end of watering day. <laughs> I would watch I would, that reels. I yeah, would I that. would watch that. That sounds really cool. <laughs> there you go. Now you have an idea for your next reels. I Crappy know. bucket of water. <laughs> so, I guess I'm, I'm curious. Sorry. I'm curious as to like what got you to start your Instagram or did you start it with plants and then or start it with like personal life and it kind of just morphed into plants or is, is your Instagram specifically just for plants? Like what was the inspiration behind doing oh, that? That's a good question. Okay. So I started with just my business as Instagram. My business is Wit and Whistle. I design and illustrate like planty products. It didn't used to be planty products, but now it's headed that way. Just all planty stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had my business account and I kept wanting to post my plants, but I felt like it wasn't really a appropriate like to be posting pictures of my house and decor and I I kind of like aspire to do interior design but I don't want to do it for anyone else just for me (laughs) so I wanted to like (laughs) post my interiors and stuff so I started a personal account and it was just going to be more like home decor and 
Um, I was also going to put pictures of fine art that I was working on and stuff like that. But as I started posting more plant content, people kept asking more and more questions about it. And I started doing little stories like showing what I was doing with my plants. And then people had even more questions and it just kind of snowballed into a plant account. And now it feels weird to post anything else on there. Like it was it was supposed to be a personal account at the beginning. But I guess my personal life is filled with plants. So maybe that's appropriate. (laughs) As is all of ours, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wit and Whistle. Wit and Whistle, if if you guys have not visited Amanda's store yet online, it is so cute. I've gotten quite a few of your stickers. Thank you. <laughs> and I've gotten gifted a few of them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, I, I love them. I love them. So definitely check that out. But what um what did so what did that start out as was it always just kind of stationary and stickers is is there yeah yeah starting out it was just cards um well i went to school for graphic design and i worked at a design firm for a few years and i was just bored i don't know it was like making logos for law firms and annual reports for colleges and i mean it was a really good job but i was like this is not as fun as design school led me to believe it would be (laughs) so i kind of started selling on etsy like making little greeting cards and it I started out playing kind of off-color greeting cards, which no one was really doing. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I think 12 years ago is when I started Wit and okay. Whistle. Um, so no one was really doing a lot of, I mean, I would have cards with like fart jokes and like pictures of uteruses and like, I don't know, just kind of like crude humor, but not so crude you would be embarrassed to like show your grandmother. I love um, <laughs> And so the cards really took off and then I just kind of kept trying new product types and I got around to enamel pins like five years ago and I mm. did some plant ones and the plant ones have gotten like a lot of traction. So now I do. Oh, a hawk just flew by my window. Oh, cool. That's cool. Okay. Sorry. You fit in well here. <laughs> that was crazy. I, it was like really I'm close. I'm really jealous because I'm sitting in a closet staring at clothes. <laughs> oh, I wondered if you were going to ask me to go in my closet, but you didn't. So I was like, okay, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I bet your closet's beautiful too. So I'm glad you're not in there. I do there. have a lot of plants in there. It is it is a nice closet. I will say. You <laughs> so have plants in your closet? In there? Oh yeah, I have probably a hundred plants in my closet. There's a window. There There's a, a window? south facing okay. window in there. Okay, so that's your next it. reel. That's the next reel. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Have we ever There's seen pictures that on Instagram? of it on my feed? Yeah. I just always do a little hashtag that's like closet garden and people don't really notice that it's my closet. Oh, oh my so God. Cool. I'm going to go back you know, and I'm going to go search that hashtag now. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm just going to be fuming mad at the amazing closet you probably have. <laughs> <laughs> There's not many clothes in there. Just a little bit. I'd rather buy plants. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is, that's really cool that you've been doing wit and whistle for that long. My 13 year old daughter just started coming out with some stickers and she started an Etsy shop and she's been kind of struggling like with what to make to make next. She's thinking that she has to like do something different. And I was like, if you enjoy creating stickers and just stay creating stickers, just create whatever you like, you know? Yeah, totally. So, your story is pretty inspirational, so I'm going to have to share that with her. Yeah, I did I did just cards for the longest time. And you can, I mean, I, I sell most of my business now is wholesale to stores. And I have, you know, hundreds of stores that just buy cards. Oh, so, that's so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's your full that. gig. Like, that's what you do all day. You're making designs and handling wholesale orders and everything like that. 
Yeah, I don't do it all day. I work like three days a week now because I hired my mom. So we work together oh. three days a week and mm -hmm. she uh, ships all the orders and like helps maintain inventory and stuff like that. And then I do all the other stuff. And then we have the kids here too. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's been really interesting. <laughs> I'm excited for kindergarten to start Smile in the fall. Smile through the pain, Amanda. Smile yeah. through the pain. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, whew, we kind of trade off. Like if she has a lot of orders to ship, I'll like distract the kids for a while and then when she's done doing that she'll distract the kids so i can work on new product designs and it's a madhouse over here but <laughs> we that's get it all awesome, done though. That that's is really awesome. cool wow yeah. so all of the inventory is at your house then like yeah it's fully yeah. run out of your house can, um well i don't know if i can pick my computer up but you can see it over there see the oh, shelf cool oh, yeah of course okay. it looks like a showroom <laughs> Beautiful. Look, I need things to be pretty, okay? It's a thing with me. <laughs> no, it's good. I love that. I, I can't really help it. like it's it's aspirational. <laughs> There's also yeah. a lot of junk around too, but it's like pretty and then junk everywhere. <laughs> it's hard to keep it clean. <laughs> Gosh, that sounds like me. I'm pretty, but I have junk everywhere. Yeah, it's like it's always a, a tug of war. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess like one thing. I've been curious is so graphic design, you know, creativity in a creative field, sometimes it have ebbs and flows on like if you're feeling it or not. Obviously at your firm you were not feeling it because that would be boring just doing logos for lawyers, etc. But like how do you push through those moments now that you're this is like your your business that you own and you work from home? How do you push through those moments of feeling like not creative? Do you have those moments often or at all? And, and what helps you get over that? Yeah, definitely have those moments a lot, <laughs> especially the last year, just like being trapped at home with no outside influences or anything. Mm -hmm. um, I think it helps me a lot to like try to find a new product type or um, I guess I've tried a lot of different product types over the years and some of them worked out and some of them haven't, but just like focus, like doing a new project can help a lot. Um, sometimes just taking a break from it, like the orders, I have like regular wholesale customers, so it's not like I have to constantly be coming up with stuff. So just giving myself grace to take a break and like, you know what, I don't have any new Mother's Day cards this year, so you can just buy what I had from before or like, you <laughs> yeah. know, um, just kind of give that balance because it is just me creating all the stuff. So, you know. Yeah. Think, yeah, it's like a different different than if it was a bigger business, I guess, and there would be multiple people to pick up the slack. But yeah, I can't like beat myself up over it if I'm not feeling it. I don't want to force it and make products that aren't good and that I'm not proud of. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that's totally so, that's super important. Mm -hmm. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's also nice that you get to hire your mom and you get to spend some time with your mom and it's kind of like a family thing, you know? Yeah, and she's so much closer with the kids than she would have been because she started part-time like five years ago. So okay. it's been a long time. So she's like really close with her grandkids and That's yeah, so cool. it's, been, it's been really, really great and we get along well and 
I think that could go really poorly for some people, but it works out really well with my mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think you would have found that out earlier on. and then maybe, Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Daniel will be packing orders. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I, I worked for my mom's company and it's like, it's nice to work with family. It has its perks and, you know, personalities and everything. I mean, it's it's definitely nice to work with family for a lot of reasons, you know, so that's really sweet that you guys get to do that. I love that. Yeah, it's great. Mm. And she only judges me a little bit when more plant mail comes. (laughs) 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 She gives me this look when I bring a box in, like, is that a plant? Another box? Is that another plant? I'm like, shut up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, where do you... Where do you plant shop? Because you do unboxing stuff. So where do you typically plant shop at? Oh, well, there's a lot of good nurseries here locally, which I'm super spoiled. So a lot of my bigger plants I got locally. Um, and then online, I love um, Steve's Leaves, Plants and Pamperin, um, Land of Alice Studio. Um, just Etsy and eBay are good. Like if there's something really hard to find that you don't mind splurging a little on, um, mm-hmm. sometimes it's worth checking those those places. Gosh, I feel like there's a bunch I'm missing. I do have a list on my Instagram in the FAQs. I put like a list of my favorite um, online sellers. So if anybody wants to check those out, I've also bought from a lot of super shady people and like random, (laughs) like international Instagram accounts that you find. And they're like, please Western union us money. And you're like, uh, no, I totally did it though. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. And it worked worked out. out. Yeah. I only did that once, but it did work out. Um, and all the plants are still alive. <laughs> but, you know, Success. I've done some, like, shady plant transactions. <laughs> oh, my but, God. You live and you learn. You live yeah, and you learn. yeah. It's always a gamble. I, I wouldn't put out more than I could lose for an international order. But <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing with that. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so what's your top tip for, like, vetting places like that because there are a lot of international instagram shops and you know whatever Mm -hmm. else lots of places that you'll see on etsy ebay like how do you look at a listing and say okay this is a good one i've kind of quit ordering internationally now because i think now that the plant craze is like in full swing there's a lot of like random sellers internationally that are popping up that maybe aren't as experienced i think a year, like a year and two years ago when I was importing more stuff, it was more of the established sellers that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so now if I was going to import something, I would probably look on Etsy where you can read some reviews mm-hmm. like from other people. And I, there's a lot of new international sellers on Etsy with no reviews and I would not order there unless you're willing to lose that money. Um, yeah. eBay, you can read reviews too. Like there's a few good international Hoya sellers on eBay that have like tons of good reviews. Um, and that will replace the plants if they arrive dead and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think it's just all about the reviews now or word of mouth. There used to be a, a, uh, plant seller review website on Facebook. Oh. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but maybe if you search Facebook for, for that, and then you could search for sellers and see like other people's experiences or if anyone was like, stay away from, you know, whatever this yeah. 
scam yeah. artists is so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i think we touched base on this briefly in another episode about like just really reading reviews and seeing what other people's experiences are like and i know you know all plant places and plant shops that are just getting started maybe they don't have reviews so obviously if you're gonna order from a shop that doesn't have any reviews they may be great they they have to start somewhere but just know that there's a chance you could possibly lose that money and right. it goes south because, yeah. you know. Yeah. And if you order through Etsy or eBay or PayPal, like at least you have the bigger company kind of backing your money. Like if right. the person never sends the product, then you can at least get your money back, like set up a claim or you're not right. totally screwed. Whereas yeah, like Western had... Union is not recommended. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a couple people be like, okay, well send the money to my mom's PayPal account as a friends and family or send it to my you know aunt's paypal account like and i was just like this just does not feel right yeah i mean it did work but it was a gamble and i don't know if i'd do it again yeah 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 always the friends and family thing is painful when they ask for that because you're like oh i really want the plant but i also don't want to get scammed (laughs) right yeah like i'll pay it a couple extra dollars for the goods and services if you want me to totally yeah. Do they do that so that you could save money? or do, like... um, Well, there's no recourse with, with friends and family. Right. Like, yeah. you can't file claims. And so maybe, and they also pay a fee for goods and services. I right. think it's 3%. Yeah, I think that's the big thing is they don't want to pay the fee for the PayPal transaction. Right. So if you do friends and family, the seller doesn't pay the fee. But it's not okay. that much. Yeah, I'd totally rather pay a little more and have yeah. that, that coverage safety net. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. That is a good point. I feel like I'm very safe with where I, when I buy plants online, like I have my places that I vetted. (laughs) I almost bought a billetier from some shop in, I don't remember where they were, not in the United States. And I just, it sat in my cart for so long and then it it just (laughs) was, it got sold and I was so sad, but I'm just not very risky with that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I'm bringing you a cutting. (laughs) You are? Yes, you gave me that plant and it's flipping huge now and I'm going to bring you a cutting of it. Wait, no, I didn't. No. Yes. <laughs> just take it, Becca. That's you can just plant. give it to me, Adam. I'll appreciate it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no, not specifically referring to the biliate, but I feel like I'm the same way. Like, I, I did some risky things at the beginning of my plant journey and now I'm just like, I don't think I want to do that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm, I was like driven for a long time by what plant I wanted and I didn't care who was selling it if they had it and it looked decent. I was like, all right, (laughs) I'll try it. But then, yeah, I've had enough rehabs that I'm kind of over it now and I'm, I'm just like content with my happy, healthy plants and you never know what pests or diseases you're going to bring in or what kind of issues. So, but I totally get it for a super wishlist plant. Like, taking some risks <laughs> yes yeah yeah super wish list. yeah i think that after you rehab enough plants you're just over it like what you said yeah. I mean, i've done it so much and i just i just want the plant to be happy when i get it so if i have to spend a little more to get it like locally or with, even within the u.s i'll probably more, be more likely to do that just because it's so stressful to have to yeah. rehab because if yeah. it goes south Especially- like Especially when you have a collection like as big as as our collection, you bring a plant in that has a pest, and it's it is it's a huge risk to have to rehab your whole collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 
Mm. I want to tiptoe into a subject now um, about when I blocked and reported your Instagram account for making a video <laughs> about Lekka. <laughs> I thought it was blocked. so nice in that video. You blocked were. I recorded it twice. The first one was kind of mean. I had to redo it. <laughs> I <laughs> love that. Self-edit. I want to see the first one. I deleted it. it. I was like, this will never see the light of day. <laughs> um, but I do want to start this by saying, like, I am never, like, telling people, you have to do Lekka, you have to do Lekka. But I do know that there's probably some people out there that do that. And I know that it's not good for everyone. So what I really appreciate about your video is your honesty. And, like, look, I have lots of plants and soil and Lekka. The two different mediums was a pain in the ass. <laughs> technically to like exactly. manage in your whole collection yeah. um oops i dropped my microphone but i guess i want to know what started you on Lekka? like what what made you want to try Lekka? and then what were like the big factors and you're like screw this i'm done i'm done <laughs> i mean aside from all of the balls falling all over the floor which again i told you my cat loves but i hate because <laughs> they go literally everywhere <laughs> I'm still finding Lekka on my floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I started initially just because I saw a lot of people using it with good success. And I don't know, it's like trendy. So like, I like to try trends and see if they're worth the hype. Um, yeah. I also like, I really like the idea of like plants that weren't doing well in soil. Like maybe I could try them in Lekka and see if they like that or like thirstier plants that I was having a hard time judging when to water. Um, that seemed really appealing to just fill the reservoir and not worry about it. Um, that's probably the main reasons that I wanted to try it in the first place. Yeah. And then I guess the big deal breakers for me ended up being like the transition period for a lot of my plants. I don't know if I just have funky water or something, but like my plants did not like, I always see people like, Oh, I transitioned it to Lekka and it didn't even, you know, bat a plant eye, like it was just fine. And I'm like, mine did not do that. Like, I, I know I tried a lot of, yeah, <laughs> Nicole. <laughs> I tried a lot of, I mean, obviously calatheas are hard anyway, but I killed a lot of calatheas transitioning them. And I tried a few philodendrons and they didn't die, but they didn't do any better. And then if you do a bigger plant, you can't oh get the gosh. support That's to stay pain. up and then it's just falling out all over the it place and like how many times did the whole plant just uproot and fall off my shelf and like throw Lekka everywhere and I'm just like I'm not usually like so angry when I'm messing with my plants <laughs> <laughs> like it just made me angry I'm like this is not the plant life for me um let's see what else yeah like I guess my goal with my plants is to get them all like I want them to be big I don't little plants are okay but my goal is like huge plants so I couldn't see a future with Lekka with like, if you start with a small plant and it's doing well, as it gets bigger and bigger, like, what do you do when it's a floor plant filled with Lekka? Like, how do you even support that? I don't know. It just, right. yeah. And you then, to, yeah. Sorry. And then I did have issues with, I tried it for about a year and I had a few plants that I thought were doing really well in Lekka that just very suddenly lost their roots for no apparent reason. It happened probably five to seven times with different kinds of plants. And I don't know if I have hard water, so I don't know if just what's in my water doesn't work long-term, but it was very frustrating. Like at least with soil, I have more experience with that. So I know, okay, I did this wrong and this, and I can fix it. With Lekka, it was like, what the frick? I, wa I watered, like I filled the reservoir one third. I did all the things. I balanced my pH. I did all the things and it's still like all the roots are dead. So it was kind of like, yeah, I do well with soil. so. 
don't fix it if it's not broken. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I and I love that. Um, I'm curious, did you have any issues with your plants when you transitioned them out of LECA back into soil? Like, were there struggles with that? Yeah, it was like the same as going to LECA in the first place. Okay. Um, I lost my variegated Hoya Huskiliana. Mm. Oh, Is that well, how I got you, say you. It? Do you have one? I am done with that plant, but thank you. Oh. No, I'm done. <laughs> it, yeah. I done. imported that you thing twice. <laughs> like, I don't want it anymore, but I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that one, it wasn't doing well in LECA, so I moved it back. I moved it to moss, actually, to try to reroot it, and the whole thing just rotted. Um, but some of my other Hoyas haven't had too much issue. I just kind of put them under a humidity dome and put them in, like, a clear pot of soil so I could see when the root develop, development started happening, and they did fine. Um, yeah, for the most part... It wasn't quite as bad as going to LECA in the first place, but I didn't really lose many plants. Some of the some of the bigger LECA plants I had, I just gave away on Facebook or sold because um, I didn't want to deal with it. Like I had a really huge neon pothos. It was like a 10 inch pot and it was like five to six feet long in LECA. Mm. And I was like, I don't want to risk this guy. So yeah. who, who wants this that likes LECA? <laughs> so that that found a new home. I'm a little afraid that I'm going to be on that same journey because I, when I started LECA, it was mostly just small Hoya cuttings, and mm-hmm. they are all getting so big now yeah. that I'm just like, I hate trying to figure out support in Lekka, even though I do love Lekka. Um, and it helps with my style of like plant parenting, I think, uh, meaning I let them go to the brink of death before I realize <laughs> that they need any help. Uh, but, you know, they're happy. The Hoyas are happy, at least with that. I don't know about the other plants. Um, but support is my biggest issue with LECA because it's just so difficult. Um, but again, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go from here. I don't know if I'll have these giant Hoyas or not, but I might keep cutting them and trying to get the market to, like, lower the prices on these plants. Cause <laughs> You'll change the whole wild. market with your Hoyas. There <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you go. Uh, I have but, liked yeah. Pawn better. I That's still what I was going to ask you. Yeah. I was going to ask you about Pond because yeah, I think... it, it doesn't fly everywhere so much. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that you introduced me to Pond. I think I saw it first on your Instagram page. And I have some and I have yet to test it out. I'm just waiting to move. But I'm kind of intrigued. So I would love to hear like how you feel about Pond versus Laka. And, like, yeah. So for me, Pond is like what's in there there's zeolite pumice i'm looking mm-hmm. in my pond um <laughs> time release fertilizer and volcanic rock and it's like small it looks like fish tank gravel kind of mm-hmm. um and for me i found it works really well with plants that are thirstier like the plants i wanted to try in leca but ended up getting too annoyed to do it so like i have calatheas in pond that are super happy i have anthuriums in pond and i think that might be it Okay. I'm just looking around um, in self-watering pots, mm-hmm. but there is an issue with it. Like you still can't overpot your plant. Like if you get a huge self-watering pot and put a tiny bit of roots in there, like it will rot and die just like soil will. So you have yeah. to do a really snug pot in like with the pond even still. Um, but it's it's been really good for my the few I have like two or three anthuriums in it and the calatheas and begonias did well for a while in it. They do really awesome for like six months. You will have the most. Bu- beautiful begonias ever but then I started getting a lot of powdery mildew and I don't know Mm -hmm. if that has to do with the pond or if 
just a bunch of spores came into my house somehow. Like, so I'm kind of like moving away from pond for my begonias. But if you want like a six month, beautiful begonia time, try pond for those begonias. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then expect powdery mildew. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then it's all downhill from there. But I'm still like struggling a bit with the nutrients. Like some of my plants get chlorotic and I think we have really um, alkaline water, which can like lock out iron. So I've been like adjusting my pH for all my plants lately. And I don't know, it's definitely still tricky, but it's really good for thirsty plants. I've found with pawn as opposed to LECA, you really don't have to clean the roots off when transferring to soil, right? I still try to, because I've had some stuff rot, like, cause all that soil is just like wet in there. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a little bit of a lie that, like the pond people say that they're like, you don't have to clean the the roots off, but mm-hmm. if it's going to stay wet in there, you're just going to have a, like a little nest of mud inside yeah. the pond. Um, and it basically is semi hydroponic growing or passive right. hydroponic. So I still try to get the roots as clean as I possibly can okay. before I throw them in there. Good and note. I have these self-watering pots that I love for pond because they're clear. So Ooh. you can see the roots and then, you know, like if I check it after I put one in pond, you know, every few days. And if I can see those little white roots coming, I'm like, all right, we're good. But if I don't, then I'll pull it back out and be like, oh crap, it's rotting. (laughs) (laughs) Panic. Wait, where did you get these pots from? Amazon. Ooh, link. Yeah. You got a link in your store? Uh, Yes, I do. Yep. And they come in all sizes. You can get them like really little. You can get them up to like 10 inches, I think. So I have like my huge Anthurium Magnificent in one. I can barely lift it. That thing is going to dump pond everywhere one day. I'm just going to drop it. I know it. (laughs) Do you put those pond pots into a cash bell then, I'm assuming? I do, yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise they get algae. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. All the time. It's kind of a bummer. But for the official record, I do have most of my plants in soil because, yeah, soil. <laughs> I feel like Team I'm always soil. talking about pond and stuff, but but like soil is where it's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I would have well, to agree. Yeah, <laughs> we're fifty fifty in this podcast today, I, which is not normally the case. Yeah, I. I'm the, you guys are always bullying Becca. No. <laughs> I know. I'm just like a big person that's like, if it's not broken, I'm not gonna fix yeah. it. Like, there's no point in me like uprooting everything and changing all these things just because of a trend. Like, that's just not worth it for me. Like, I have a life. My plants are not every single part of my brain, you know? So I don't, (laughs) yeah. I don't want to do that. I want to watch TV. It was a trend for some, but I don't think it's a lifestyle for me. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's a lifestyle. Do you know that TikTok? That needs to be a shirt. Do you know that TikTok where it's like, at first I was like, mmm, feet as a joke? I don't think but it's a joke anymore. I don't think anymore. it's a joke anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but, you know, instead of feet, it's Lekka for Adam. Yeah. But no, I don't ever see myself. Maybe pawn, but you were just ex- like describing it. It doesn't feel any different to me than Lekka. Like, it doesn't. The main thing for me is that it doesn't fall everywhere and annoy me because it holds the plant in place. So yeah. that was like a huge thing with the Lekka. Yeah, with it's me, so, so much more support yeah. with the It's pawn, basically small Lekka. <laughs> yeah. You know, I was gifted some pond from a friend. I don't have, I've tested it now and I do actually really love it. But I've kind of written off calatheas in my life. But I guess maybe with pond, I <laughs> could give it another it. try. Yeah. There's some because calatheas I, I can't do no matter what, but I definitely have a handful of calatheas that have been really happy in pond because it gives them that moisture and it holds a weird amount of moisture, like because it's so heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
You should give it a go. Yeah, I've never owned a Calathea in my life, but maybe. Maybe never? with the pot. Never. That's honestly surprising because they'd probably mosaica. do fine. We had a mosaica. We had a mosaica. Well, that, that's they they reclassified that to a Gapertia, <laughs> yeah, so a technically you <laughs> probably still didn't have one. We <laughs> we only had it for like a week and then it died, so I guess that doesn't even count anyway. <laughs> well, what plants are actually still Calathea? Because so much did get transferred. Well, at some I point. Don't I don't even know. know when. It's just like this mystery thing. Somebody like passive-aggressively commented and was like, Actually, that was reclassified as a Gapersha like five years ago. Yeah, was I didn't know anything commented? about this. <laughs> no, no, it was someone who was like, "You really shouldn't be talking if you don't know." I'm like, "Shut up!" Oh, Are you an expert? No. Well, that no, is whatever. how I get all of my reclassification news is from yeah. passive aggressive comments. That's like maybe people are just making it up, and they really are still all Calatheas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, is there maybe. a newsletter? Yeah. <laughs> can I get on the email list so I can be up to date? It's not that I'm like trying, like I'm actively trying to give misinformation. It's just how, yeah, how, is there a newsletter? How is this information spread? Like, do we? I don't know. So I, I really don't know. But I don't think I've ever actually had like a Calathea Calathea. Because what is still Calathea? Like what's a Calathea Calathea? Like medallion? That one's still like hardcore Calathea, right? Okay. Yeah. That's like the big circle. About, or like What about the yeah, velvet yeah. Calathea? Yeah, Warsaw was Yeah. I think that's a Gapersha though. <laughs> is it? totally trailing off. That's well, how I do with all the plant names. I just type the start of the hashtag. I, I don't actually know any of the names. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so true. I do that all the time. I know the first four letters. <laughs> oh. um, okay, you guys continue a conversation. One second. I wanted to okay. know, I kind of want to know. Well, I want to do some rapid fire get to know you questions as a person and not plants, but we'll do that in a little bit. But. What's like your favorite plants in your collection right now, and maybe your least favorite in your collection right now? Ooh, okay, I knew you were. I knew you were gonna ask this, so I'm ready for the first one. Um, yes. My current favorite is my philodendron dark lord Ooh. because it is growing. I mean, it grows a new leaf like every two weeks, and they're just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and they're like shiny when they come out and red, like dark burgundy red. And then as the leaves fade, the back stays burgundy and they're like leathery. Oh my gosh, it's the coolest plant. And they're these just like huge pointy leaves. And it's, yeah, I can see that I'm gonna have to get rid of like 20 plants to make room for it as it grows, but it's totally worth it. <laughs> That's amazing <laughs> do you have it, Do you have it on a big support pole? No, it's it doesn't even, It's I give it a lot of sun, so it doesn't even um, have very big inner nodes. So I, I mean, I will need a pole eventually, but currently. Yeah. I'm kind of like starting to think about what to put it on. But right now it's just growing like that. And it's just blasted with sun and it loves it. So that's my favorite. And my current least favorite. Hmm. <laughs> Probably one of the ones I'm thinking about getting rid of. Oh, okay. I'm kind of over my ZZ Raven. Really? I mean, yeah. yeah. They're I, kind of bo- they're slow like and why, boring. I don't like that it's not green. Is that bad? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I know that's the point of it, but like it just looks so dark and like it's very I dark. like I like green leaves. <laughs> so I'm always like trying I never really liked it honestly. So the first one I got years ago, like when they were hard to get, I threw it in an import order because it was like twenty bucks. And I was like, all right, I'll get one. So I've had that one and then Costa Farms sent me like a freebie one when I did an unboxing for them, I guess last year. And so I potted them up together. So I have a pretty big one and it's like growing well, but I just Whenever I look at it, I'm just like, I keep changing the cash po. I'm like, maybe I'll like it better if it's like in a different pot. But 
I don't know. I think it's, it's probably going to go to a new home pretty soon. <laughs> I totally get that because my love for the ZZ Raven is only like ignited when I see a new a new yes, growth. when they're green, right? Because it's green. And <laughs> also, that's just very far, like far and few between, in between, like with the growth. Because so they're slow. just slow. Yeah. You know? So slow. Yeah. I am considering throwing it outside for the summer. Just oh to gosh. see if, I mean, if it turned yes. into a huge bush, like maybe I would like it then. But well, maybe I'm just know, beating a dead horse and I'm never going to like it. <laughs> ZZs are always been like, oh, if you want a lolly plant, get a ZZ, which I get. But they also thrive. They thrive outdoors. Like, I think there's even ZZs outdoors here in Arizona. Yeah. So, and I'm wondering if the black foliage would also cause it to not, not photosynthesize as much. And if you put it outside, maybe it'll just, like, explode. Wouldn't that yeah, be Yeah, that's what I'm mm-hmm. thinking. I think it's worth experimenting. And then if I, I still it hate too. it by fall, then it, then I can find somebody <laughs> locally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come dig this up. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll just plant it in the ground. That's an idea. There you go. <laughs> um. Can I? Can we do the rapid fire get to know you as a person questions? Let's do it. Well, well I don't really have a Amanda, lot, but I'll have a few I'm in the. I'm sure maybe you guys will have a few. <laughs> okay, <Sounds> like, violent. <laughs> all time favorite TV show. Oh gosh, TV probably probably. I can't do it rapid fire. Probably The Office though, because I've watched that like so many times. Like, oh my gosh, yes. On repeat. What's a current favorite TV show? Current favorite TV show is when you have time to watch I tv i don't watch tv shows or netflix well i guess like does whatever. netflix count yeah. yeah um i can't think of a single thing i've watched lately we're watching <laughs> some like murder show right now but i don't really like murder shows i'm just watching it to have something <laughs> oh on in the background <laughs> can we come back to that one <laughs> yes uh comfort food um chocolate anything chocolate mm. oh my gosh same yeah Fudgy um, brownies, yeah. Favorite band? Band. Um, I or really musician. like. I current. I've, I've been on a Regina Spector crush for like a while now. Yes. Oh my yeah, gosh, I she's an her. angel. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel read a review of her once, and they described her singing as vocal acrobatics. So he makes fun of me every time I'm listening to her music. He's like, there's the vocal acrobatics. And I always try to <laughs> sing along and I can't at all. And it's, but I just love her music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she did the theme song for Orange is the New Black on yes. Netflix. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Trap, trap, trap till the cage is full. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yes. I just finished the, the whatever. I just finished Orange is the New Black recently. Yeah, yep, that last there you season. go. There That's you go. A There's a show. show you're watching. There's yep. a show. Um, and do you guys have any other like questions? Some yeah. Like, okay. Favorite fast food. Ooh, fast food. Sometimes Taco Bell, but mm. only if they're not out of Baja Blast. Oh, the Baja Blast. And brain. I also need like Tums or something. Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. side of Tums. Mm-hmm. Yeah, side of Tums. <laughs> Um, they should offer that in like little packets with the. Salsa. They really should. <laughs> That's a genius idea. Talk about get on this. Oh them, my gosh. Them in White Castle. Like, what is it about? It's like the late night drunk food. The, what's in it? You know. I don't know what White Castle is. What is that? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's, it's so just instant gross. diarrhea. It's so it's gross. So bad. I went there. Like, in and out. <laughs> no, I went there. You and just I regret got it later. I got a like a chicken sandwich and it was like a 
little patty that you could put in the microwave from the frozen section. Like, that's literally what it was. And I was like, what? What's going on here? <laughs> like, I was hoping for, like, Chick-fil-A level chicken sandwich, but no, it was not. Not quite. Mm. They're, like, this no. big. Like, little tiny mini burgers. Super yeah. small. You could eat, like, 20 uh, of them. Yeah. Hmm. Good thing I'll you don't want to talk about. Wasn't it your <laughs> nightstand, Nicole, the other week where you posted on your stories and you had, like, a bottle of Tums on your nightstand? <laughs> I that remember was a Taco that. Bell night. Hashtag, hashtag life in 30s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a Taco Bell night. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, go to nail polish color. Like what's your na- nail oh. polish like tone? Oh, like um I have this color I like. It's called nail concealer and it's like really neutral but has a little glimmer in it. So I like it to just look like super neutral nails but a little better. Mm-hmm. Barely there. Like natural. A little pizzazz. Yeah. Not like too crazy. Curtains. I get really tired of looking at colors. I don't know. I think I'm weird like that. Yes. <laughs> green is okay, but. <laughs> yeah. All things green. Um, um, gosh, any any last rapid rapid fire questions? I'm so bad at these. I'm bad at answering them and asking them. So. Me too. Well, if you could yeah. live anywhere in the world, where would it be? In my own house with my plants. Duh. There Duh. you go. Oh, that was a perfect answer. Me too. That's my answer. I can't Your go anywhere house. with all of these plants, and I'm sure as heck not moving them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yours are huge. Yeah, that would take forever. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, well, I mean, thank you very much for joining us. This has been so fun yes. to chat with yeah. you. Thanks for having me. It's been yeah finally get to chat with you guys and have you like it's like you're really there this time instead of just listening to you guys talk to each other (laughs) i know we we absolutely love you we love your page and if you guys are not already following amanda which i mean what are you doing go follow her on instagram (laughs) her page is at amanda ray Wright, and that's r-a-e-w-r-i-g-h-t right yes right 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 (laughs) <laughs> the, 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 all the links will be in the description in this podcast too so wit and whistle and her plant instagram so you can easily find them down below yeah. yes yep and she will Very soon be cool. your new favorite instagram account <laughs> i promise thank you yes i love your stories your reels just every time you pop up i'm clicking it you know when those those like the first few people that pop up at the yes. top you're always there so oh Same. thank you Yes. That means a lot to be at the front of your story thing. Always at the front. That's SEO, man. And now you and Nicole have competing corner sinks in your kitchen. So yeah, I'm, do. I'm, ready, I'm ready for this war. Oh, man. She's going to, there's no competition. None at all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The corner sink. What a dream. Let's talk about, hold on. No, no. We're, we're yes. ending off with the corner sink. It's oh so good, right? Gosh. It's so good. I was like, I'm putting plants there. Yes. <laughs> for sure. I need to post some of the old pictures when we first moved in because I only had like 40 plants when we moved in and I had like a huge aloe behind the sink and I kept poking Daniel in the eye when he was doing dishes and he was like, this cannot go here anymore. <laughs> Leafy plants only, Amanda. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. Well, again, if you want to uh, follow any of us, we'll have all of our links in the description. Wait, Nicole, you're running this. So sorry. I oh, just, you could have done it. I just pulled a Nicole, took over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I, that's why i let it pass <laughs> say it okay guys if you're not if you're not already and you want to follow us you can find us on our individual social medias um adam on instagram is at not dude at de La plants at amanda ray Wright, and at my clean leaves and then also don't forget to follow us on youtube potted together 
We have a new video coming out pretty soon. Next week. We hope. Next week. <gasps> we got to get on it, guys. What are we doing? We're slacking. Yep. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always slacking. And then um, we are not going to ask any user questions today just because we ran a little late. But if you guys have any questions, we'll be answering some of your questions next week. So feel free to send us an email at uh, pottedtogether at gmail.com if you have any questions for us. Pottedtogetherpodcast at gmail.com. Oops. Pottedtogether podcast. <laughs> It'll be linked below. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, Amanda. Uh-huh. Thanks, Thank Amanda. It was a joy. Absolutely. <laughs> Bye. 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 Oh my gosh, we have to say the five part. <laughs>